You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. We hope that you enjoy the show. Get to the universe again where you are. Hi. Check. That's your that's your check. That's my sound check. You're gonna sound like Brittany, and we're gonna figure out if that's uh, <laughs> working or not. Check check. Welcome to the Polly and Monk Show. I am your host, Polly David, and with me, as always, is my co-host, love of my life, and. You know, person who annoys me the most, Ed Marco, but you can call him Monks because everybody else does. Hi. Hi. So I, I have a question, Monks. Do you know, or Polly, do you know what anniversary we're celebrating? You better answer this right. Oh, son of a bitch. Uh, this week, it's actually not our real anniversary. It was one year ago. One year ago. Yes, I know. Of course I know. <laughs> That was a hesitation. Uh, one year ago on Valentine's Day, we started doing the Hello Polly show at our former station. And uh, now we are doing Polly and Monks, of course, on the prestigious Toad Hop Network. We've been doing this for a year. One year. How do you like it? I love it. I love it. It's my outlet. It's the only time you listen to me. I really... <laughs> you were going to change topics. I really was. I really wasn't <laughs> listening to you. <laughs> Welcome to the Polly and Polly show. So we're gonna. So we have some explaining to do, Lucy. So basically, here's what's happening. Here's why we've been on hiatus. Um, Toad Hop, the Toad Hop Network, um, was based in Hollywood, and so now the studios are moving to a different location. But there have been some tie. There's been some stuff tied up, things like that. So while they're figuring that out, and while while they're setting up our new studio, which is beautiful, by the way, we decide to be proactive, like the acting medication. Right. And start our show anyway. So we're going to do, be doing some pre-records from various locations. We're going to go to sets. We're going to go to various hotels. Sometimes maybe even from home. Who knows? But uh, We could be at a bus stop near you. Ne- yeah, you never know. As long as there's internet access. Actually, we don't even need internet access. <laughs> <laughs> so as long as there's a, you know, uh, where somewhere to plug my shit in, we're good to go. We're just two guys that need two microphones. But uh, we are very proud to still be on the Toad Hop Network, of course. We love Toad Hop, and we're um, not leaving. So good to go. So a What's few been things going have on? happened in the past few months. Uh, we've been off the air for, what, two months? Almost three, because it was end of November. The end of November, yeah. yeah. Katie Cazorla was our last guest. Actually, it was, was Jennifer it? Jimenez, but that's okay. Oh, that's right. It was Jennifer <laughs> Jimenez. I've hung out with Katie Cazorla since the nail lady, <laughs> the painted nail. So the nail much lady. fun. She's, honey, whatever you like, I do you for you. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but we're really excited because now we can just basically do this anywhere. And I don't even know when when our you know engineer Johnny is going to upload this. So this could really... We can really do this as much as we want. So there won't be a rhyme or reason to our schedule as far as I know. Maybe we have to be really nice to Johnny from now on. Maybe, but we'll let you guys know on Twitter for sure. We've um, been using Twitter a lot. Uh, thank you to all of our all of our Twitter followers. We have a lot of Twitter followers. So thank you guys so much. We love we you love so much. We love our friends. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter at Polly and Monks. That's P-A-U-L-Y and Monks. Like 
monks. <laughs> <laughs> like like the Tony Shalhoub USA drama, but with an S after the end. Have we ever told people why we why we well we actually call each other monks? Yeah, and I've tried to stop doing it on air because it gets confusing. So that's why you're Polly. Like yeah, when, like when weird. you're in trouble, like Polly, you didn't do the dishes. Does it sound weird? Does it feel weird to call me Polly? It totally does because it sounds like a girl's name. <laughs> like the Jennifer Aniston movie, Polly came along. Or Polly. <laughs> What's the name of that one? Polly. Along came Polly. I don't know. <laughs> along spoke Spelled Polly. Differently. But um, yeah, it, it is weird to hear you call me Paul or Polly because it's we call each other monks. Paul is even weirder. Paul is weird. Like when we're with your family, it's Paul because they all call you Paul. Well, they all call me Little Paul. Little Paul. <laughs> but now, because why you're thinking? No, because I have an uncle named Paul. Yes. Growing up, I actually had two uncles named Paul. Then there was divorce. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't even know about that. And I don't know why it's so funny. <laughs> May divorce be with you. So, um, yeah, hearing Paul oh, is weird. That's a me, Star Trek reference. Good but one. a lot of my family doesn't call me Paul anymore. They actually call me Polly. That's not true. Your mom definitely calls you Paul. I said a lot of my family. I didn't say my whole family. Your sister calls you Paul. The reason we call each other monks is because we call each other monkey, and then the way I like to tell it is we just got lazy. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to the Polly and Lazy Monkey Show. <laughs> and of course, we love you guys who we call our pumpkins, of course, affectionately. We love you guys so much. Follow us on Instagram, on Facebook. We need to start using that stuff more. You know what we need to start doing more is blogging. I need to blog more. You do. You yeah. do. Well, you're working on some things. You're writing. I have. I've been writing a lot over this time. Uh, gosh, songwriting. A show? Writing a new cabaret along with you. Um, I did a cabaret in 2012. Yeah, late yeah. 2012 called um, Desperately Seeking Polly. And it was really well received. I did four nights in Los Angeles. So I think I'm going to do one night. If it sells fast, I'll do two. But we have some very special guests. You should do it in Paris. Ooh, I'll do anything just, in Paris. Just one night in Paris so we yeah. can go to Paris. Did you know that Paris Hilton's porn, the one you know, the one that was leaked, was called One Night in Paris? No. You I didn't? I, I don't you keep up with that? those things. So, okay, what else happened to us? Oh, okay, here's something. We were chosen to get married at the grammys so this is something that didn't happen to us <laughs> this is something it didn't but we were chosen it was and a great opportunity we found out about it about a month before and all we knew was there was going to be uh, a large wedding that was going to make a statement with like 30 40 50 couples and so we were invited to be one of the couples yeah and it was i mean it was such a good opportunity we decided to turn it down just because we really want a wedding and it just not it's not the right time like an intimate wedding yeah, we want an intimate wedding, and it yeah. just wasn't the right timing for us. And we thought, okay, well, maybe we can do it, and then we'll just have a wedding later. But then we just decided that, again, we would get too lazy and then never have a wedding. <laughs> well, I mean, the plus was that Madonna was going to be there. and We didn't we, know that, though. Oh, yeah, you're right. At the time, we didn't. So all of the you who watched the Grammys, and I know a lot of you did, you saw that um, that like sort of mega wedding that they had with like 30, 40 couples that Queen Latifah had said, had uh, said the vows for and Macklemore was performing to. So what did you think about it? I thought it was it was great for TV. Um, it was it was a big moment. Um, it was really quick in the end, and I I you know for 
us and our wedding, I think it would have been a little too quick. And, you know, we couldn't really invite a lot of people to it. So it just would have been totally different. Right. I think one of the reasons we turned it down is just because they didn't have enough information for us. And actually, do you want to hear something really gay? I don't even know if you know this. I actually asked them if Madonna was doing it because. I oh, you like, kind of predicted that yeah, stuff? I, well, only because I was like, if she does it, maybe that would change our mind. Um, I'm glad we didn't do it. I, I, the only thing I really wish could, would have happened was, um, would have been that they focused more on the couples, and I subsequently have met two people that got in that got married at the, what at did the they Grammys, think? and they said they loved it. Every part of it was good. They got a picture with Queen Latifah. Oh, that's and, awesome. And um, that they had rehearsal and Madonna talked to them as a whole. And um, they they did rehearse it on the stage, though, because they had told us that they were going to do it on stage. But it just made more sense, I guess, not to uh, in the end. But congratulations. Because Madonna needs her stage. Yeah. I need my stage. <laughs> what? What? Did, OK, we have to just talk about Madonna for a second. Now, oh. I am a lifelong diehard Madonna fan. We we both grew up on Madonna, which is amazing because we're. In our 20s. In my junior high school locker, I had <laughs> – it was full of – like back then though, you couldn't be gay in high school. Like now, everyone's gay in high school, right? So, Oh, it's totally cool. It's totally fine. Different, Even transgender, which is so fantastic, so fantastic. But in junior high, I couldn't be gay, and I had Madonna all over. I'm just I, – I, Hashtag red flag. Yeah. I don't know what to say about her right now. The last – to to put it best, we hung out with some friends last weekend, and I said, and and we were going to a Madonna exhibit, a um, photograph Madonna exhibit, yeah, in L.A. in L.A. and we were talking about Madonna, and to sum it up, our friend said, in the past eighteen months, she's made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm also a lifelong Madonna fan. I don't know if I ever told you this, but in the year two thousand, a group of friends the and year I two thousand. <laughs> Do you remember that from, from Conan O'Brien? I love. I didn't actually like that segment, but I love Conan. Um, in 2000, we had a decided to dress up at somebody's house, and we called it the Lucky Star Prom 2000. <laughs> Did you dress up like Madonna? <laughs> no, we just dressed up, but it was the Lucky Star Prom. And we had, like, flashing lights, and the only videos we had was my cassette of the Immaculate Collection, and that was playing in the background the whole oh time. God. That's how much I love her. And I did. <laughs> I love when we do this show because I can – remember things that i forgot i did i threw a baby shower for someone and the theme was little star which is which Madonna's is from ray of light <laughs> never forget who you are i was just as off key as she is <laughs> don't tell me to stop oh wait no that was a different song that was what she did with miley that's what she did with Miley. what did she do how how did she sound at the ground <laughs> Open your heart to me. It's one of my favorite songs, not that version. I just love her. I do. Um, back to the cabaret. Because <laughs> life is a cabaret, old chum. So basically um, what we um, want to do with the cabaret is that we want to um, – it's going to be more of a singing, a singing one. I mean we definitely have some ideas because we were going to do a Christmas show. And we're going to use some of those ideas. Actually, I don't feel like we're using a lot of the ideas. Yeah, because Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer will make a lot of sense in April. We'll see how it goes. I'm, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Easter Bunny will make a lot of sense in April. I just want it to be like some shit that people have never seen before, like some crazy stuff in a cabaret setting. So that, wait, I don't understand. What makes a cabaret a cabaret versus 
like a one man show that you did last time? My one man show is, is it's essentially like a sketch cabaret. So a cabaret is essentially when you sing, you tell stories, things like that. Oh, okay. Um, so I was doing some of that, but I also incorporated video. This will kind of be the same with less, um, less sets. It's going to be kind of a stripped down version of that, but you're going to strip down during the cabaret. You're welcome. Well, originally it was called Naked Clown, and now I think it's just going to be called Clown. Okay. So we'll see how that goes. And we have you'll probably get some guests. Will we have some guests on the show? I will have some special guests that I don't want to announce yet. This is going to be so good. Oh, you know what's something else that we did that I wanted to bring up is we did an event for Kids Save International in West Hollywood. Um, and it brings older foster kids to uh, to families and stuff like that. Now, some of these kids actually have families, but they need mentors and things like that. And you should definitely check out Kids Save International. So it's foster kids who usually end up exiting out of the foster system because they're too old. And, and a lot of people don't want to foster kids that are 13 and above or even 10 and above. Right. And so they do a great job setting up events where people can just go as mentors. And it's kind of like I don't know. I think about like kind of like a group date where you have a lot of people um, who are mentors meeting a lot of people who are the foster kids and just kind of hanging out and having fun for the day. Um, and I think they've had a lot of success matching up the mentors with the foster kids. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited um, to be affiliated with them. And of course, Raja was there from RuPaul's RuPaul's Drag Race. Gentlemen, start your engines. Uh, uh. May the best woman win. Oh, I miss doing the show. Mark. She was fierce. Fierce. Um, you want to do – and also we're going to be talking about RuPaul's Drag Race in entertainment uh, – in our entertainment news this year, this episode. <laughs> this year. <laughs> this year yeah. of entertainment. Well, the way we've been going, right? So, okay, but you wanted to bring up a couple gay marriage cases. Yeah, so talk about it. talking about Virginia, I heart Virginia. Last week, federal judge in Virginia struck down the state's ban on gay, uh, same-sex marriage. And the judge said that these laws deny plaintiffs their rights to due process and equal protection guaranteed under the 14th Amendment. So Virginia passed had passed the ban in 2006, and a couple of weeks ago, even Virginia's own attorney general said it's time for the Commonwealth to be on the right side of history and the right side of the law. So go Virginia. It's not just Virginia, but a couple other states are also striking down their um, gay marriage bans. That would include Oklahoma and Utah. Oklahoma. Are you oh. going to say it? Oklahoma and yeah, what can we say for we Utah? Uh, you, I don't know. You'll think of it. Yeah. It'll, it'll come halfway through the show. He'll make a comment, and yeah. no one will know what it's about. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> uh, a federal judge also ruled last week in Kentucky um, that they would Working not something with futons. recognize the same-sex marriage ban. And just today, Oregon announced that it also wouldn't defend the same-sex marriage ban. So a lot of states are stepping on board, and it's so exciting. And congratulations to people in all those states because it's moving in the right, right direction. And uh, we're lucky because we in California have the opportunity to get gay married. Yeah, I'm really excited to marry you, baby. <sighs> Sigh. Um, so <laughs> Antonio wanted to talk us to talk about the Olympics. He's one of our pumpkins uh, for a long time now. So something that really angered me about the Olympics the other day was somebody referred ice – dancing as figure skating and i had to correct them oh my god was that the news you wanted to talk my about my future husband is so gay um i have not watched any of the olympics i mean i i'm not i'm not i i'm on the fence of boycotting because of russia um 
and NBC's choice to still air the Olympics and not to choose a different location. Um, I've caught I've caught it a few times. I like that Johnny Weir. I, at first, I was like, why is he out there? But he is ganging it up out there. Like, yeah, and he, yeah. he's a lot of fun. I've With been watching Tara some of his broadcasts. I will never not say Tara Lipinski like, oh, I just did. Sierra <laughs> <laughs> Lipinski. I love that. I love that. She's pretty. Yeah. I don't remember her being that pretty before, do you? No, but she had cute dresses. Yeah. So that's as much as I know about the Olympics. I oh. prefer the Summer Olympics, to be honest. Because of the events? Yeah, the event. I like the events better. I mean, I do love figure skating and ice dancing. Those aren't the same thing. Um, We better end the broadcast now because we're about to start a fight. What is the difference? Uh, Ice dancing, you just can't jump as much or lift your partner up in the air, like, over their head. But you have a partner. Yeah, you have a partner. Do you think they'd ever let same-sex partners be figure skating at the Olympics? I mean, I don't know. I th- I just think everyone I, – I, all the guys are just so gay to me. But Might as not. well let them You help. know what's weird to me? Like, I think the brother and sister teams are weird. <laughs> <laughs> you mean, like, uh, Mitch and his sister? What's his – Claire? Mitch and Claire? On Modern Family? Yeah. Remember they were ice oh, yeah. <laughs> figure skating <laughs> That was partners. Modern Family was good. Oh, um, okay. I do want to get to some entertainment news. So something happened to – oh, so RuPaul's Drag Race starts Monday on Logo. I'm really excited about this season because I haven't watched it in a few seasons, but we did get to go to – and the reason I haven't is not because I don't love the show because I absolutely do, but I used to have Dish Network. And I do not have Dish Network anymore, so I now have Logo, which I never had before. Oh, that's the reason? That's the reason. And oh. Logo shows the Golden Girls. Logo shows Will and Grace. Logo shows RuPaul's Drag Race. So it starts on Monday. I'm super-duper excited. That's February 24th, 2014. It's going to be another great season of the show. And we got to go to the live taping of the finale last year. So <sighs> what they do at the finale is they tape – they have three finalists, and they tape – the ending as e- as though each of them won. So oh, is that she, so the audience doesn't figure out who actually won? Yeah, you had left at this point. The the taping ran really long last year. I think I left at one in the morning. Oh I, I had to I had to go. I had to. Well, one of our best morning. friends, Alec Mappa, who you guys know, he's currently on Switched at Birth on ABC Family. Um, he opened he's fantastic. The show. Yeah, he's great. He opened the show, and so I kind of stayed with him. Um, you know, because I wanted to show him some support, and uh, it went to like one in the morning, and it was started at three. They just had some technical stuff, but yeah, they filmed three endings. That's genius, though. Yeah, it is because genius. then the audience can't, you know, especially with social media these days, you could tweet Facebook, you know, even though you're not supposed to. But right. that's oh, awesome. And then also speaking of, um, I'm sorry, speaking of ABC Family, I wanted to tell you guys. That the reason – we know we told you a couple weeks ago that we were going to come to you live from the set of The Fosters, and the reason that we didn't was because The Fosters changed their production schedule. So they literally told us the day before. Um, TV is a, it's a weird business, guys. So we're looking forward to interviewing Sherry Som, who's pregnant. And, a cu- and really cute and, and we funny love her. And, and awesome. Terry Polo, who I have to tell you guys – I am kind of hot for Terry Polo. I've loved her since Meet the Parents. I, she's so – on the Fosters, she, I know you haven't started this season yet. There's something so sexy about her. I'm like kind of hot for her. Yeah? Is it, is it the uniform thing? Because I can be. get one of those. Yeah. You know who I'm hot for too? Mariska Hargitay. <laughs> I've been watching SVU. Basically, <laughs> so here's here's what I do, guys. I watch – I tape a few shows, Law & Order SVU. Will and Grace and Friends and the Golden Girls. So 
what I do as I work from home, because I'm always writing, I'm always emailing, like, you know, like we told you guys before, 90% of our job is just emails and phone calls. I always have some ambient sound in the background, and it's generally one of these shows, because I know all the that shows. That you memorize every word to? Yeah, of course. Hello. So that's what I'm doing. So that's why we didn't broadcast from the Fosters, but we look forward to doing that at some point. Um, the Katy Perry video for Dark Horse was released today. What do you think, Monks? It's a little bizarre. I it it see because the song itself has this sort of dark undertone. Like if any of you saw the Grammys, I think she did a brilliant performance at the Grammys. It was the set was great, and I think it really fit well with the song. And she was awesome. And so I thought the video was kind of going to be in that vein. And it's weird because part of it is, and then part of it is campy. That's the word that came to my mind as I was watching it. I don't think any of it is dark. I think I. I kind of like thought it would be really great if they did like a take on Maleficent or something like that. Oh, that's coming out. I know. And I think like she's such a dark beauty. Like I think Katy Perry is gorgeous, like gorgeous. I wasn't a huge fan of hers until we saw that documentary. We saw – so one of Polly's many Christmas gifts to me, including uh, something we're going to talk about in a little bit, but one of his gifts was the DVD of – part of me the Katy perry video an introspective on a real pop singer and so we watched <laughs> because we don't have audio i want to just i'll just do the audio in the background <laughs> so we we watched <laughs> can't concentrate we, we when you sing Katy perry in the background do you ever feel like a plastic bag <laughs> <laughs> do, do do teenage dream. Um, so she was she's really good. In, in, oh, that's California girl. She's re- <laughs> oh boy, and we're not even drinking Wilson Creek today. You so. make me feel like I'm living up. Is that the one? Yes, you got it. Hmm. Um, so the <laughs> piece of me DVD is great, and I, I I feel like it was real, and I think it was genuine. Like some of the video footage was her as a teenager, and so it really I already loved Katy Perry. I love her even more, and so um I, I love her. I mean I'm always rooting for her, and in the Dark Horse video it was just a a little bit bizarre. It was Egypt, and I, I, even that motif was kind of cool, but then it just kind of went a little bit a little Did bit. Did she release a video for Walking on Air? No, it's, it's, it hasn't been released as a single. It oh, was a promotional right. single. Oh, we uh, had this conversation already. This is like <laughs> when this the album came out. The really important stuff that Monks and I talk about. <laughs> that we argue about that Polly doesn't believe me when I say things, and so he looks it up on the internet. And then he looks at me with the you're right face, which I've gotten used to. Oh, boy. Son of a bitch. This is not happening. Um, so, yeah, I don't I, – I, here's the thing about Katy Perry is I just think, like, I don't know who her fan base is because I kind of feel like I'm her fan base. And then is it tweens? Because she's still playing up that kind of, like, cotton candy bubblegum pop star look. And I don't – I for me, I don't feel like it suits her anymore. I want her to be a lady. Like, I want her to be either a crazy performance artist like Lady Gaga or – just you know kind of look dark and i think this video dark horse not only does it have the word dark in it but i don't think the subject matter reflects the video yeah yeah it talks about kind of getting someone under their spell and you can't cross her otherwise she will you know i, I think the video Maleficent takes place in, in egypt and a green screen and she's like cleopatra and I, I it was very weird to me. i even think that part of it i could buy it's just i think it the whole tone could have been a lot darker i do think she's she's kind of growing up in in terms of her her image her unconditional at the um amas 
and then even uh, walking on the air on, on SNL, on air. which you love that. I loved that. That's my favorite, perf- my second favorite performance on Saturday Night Live ever. The first being Throb by Janet Jackson, which our friend Tina Landon choreographed. Yeah. Thank you. Katy Perry, uh, Walking on Air made the SNL stage look big. And it's a small stage, but she actually used it very well with her dancers and the effects that they did. And they play to her strengths. Katy Perry's not a dancer. So when they, they don't put, like, they play to her strength, which is imagery. Like, she's gorgeous and she's. You know, she can definitely pose and things like that. So they don't have her dancing and doing crazy dancing, which leads me to my next story. Okay. Uh, Like we said, part of me DVD was part of your Christmas present. The other part was tickets to see Britney Spears' piece of me in Las Vegas at Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. I just gave Polly a DVD of some of the songs that he sung, so... He gave me Britney tickets. We both – that's weird. We both gave each other a DVD. And yeah, Monks gave me a DVD of performances that I had done with other people in the past couple of years with Leia Salonga, with Eden Espinosa, with Shanice on our show, which you guys heard. Um, I don't remember the other ones. <laughs> Melanie Collins, who you've also heard on our yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, one of our guests. Yeah. Uh, so it was a lot of my singing performances and uh, – All in one place. All in one place. And – it was really nice, so thank you for that. And we um, also had video footage of the night that we met what, when you were on stage at uh, Oil Can Harry's. I don't even know how that you, happened. You were, you were, crazy you were we singing that. on stage, and we have video footage from that singing. night. Every time I rise and meet, this feeling inside me. Which is Amazed by Lone Star. Um, okay, Britney Spears. Uh, okay. I'm going to write – I think I'm going to try to write either a blog about this or something because I have a lot to say about it. I was very excited to see Britney Spears. We love her. We have rooted for her forever. Uh, you know, guys, you guys know we love her. I do impressions of her on the show. I can't do it. We're always rooting for her. I feel like she's she's my kid sister that I always, I always am cheering for. Do you remember Kid Sister in the 80s? Oh, what is that? Okay. Is that a band? No. There was a a toy called My Buddy. My Buddy, My Buddy. It was kind of like a wherever I go, he goes. He goes. So My Buddy was like a life size doll, and then they uh, then My Buddy was for boys, and Kid Sister was for girls. Kid Sister. I'm. Oh, Kid Sister. I was thinking the TV show Kids Incorporated. But those are different things. Kids Incorporated was fantastic. Wasn't Fergie on Kids Incorporated? Fergie, Martika, Mario Lopez. Mario Lopez. Yeah. Somebody else. Maybe Ryan Gosling. No, that was Mickey Mouse Club. This is pre-saved by the bell, Mario Lopez. It's alright, cause I'm by the bell. I'm like, I am so off today, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, okay, Brittany. So the night of, we're really excited to go. There's like a frenzy. There's what I love about the Britney shows is that during the Femme Fatale tour, they did a countdown clock. So Nicki Minaj opened, which we didn't watch, and then right as she ended, a 45-minute clock came up. So as it's getting near, you know, it's a countdown. It's kind of like that New Year's anticipation with the the countdown of the clock. Yeah, when the balls drop. So, (laughs) so, um, it's 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 an anticipation, anticipation. So. At the Femme Fatale tour, like when it was five minutes, people were going nuts. But 
at a piece of meat, it stops at the five minute mark, and, and then, then there's she an starts, announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to pre Britney Spears piece of meat. And then all of a sudden, she just comes out like it, there's no fanfare. Like she comes out, you know. Um, uh, do you, we can spoil the first number. Everyone's seen it on YouTube, right? Oh yeah. Okay. I, so I the think... first number is work, bitch. Yeah. Which so there is a frenetic energy in there. There are like older ladies dressed like Britney Spears. The, the crowd is just super eclectic, but super excited. So a lot of times when you're in Vegas, it's it's more of a a toned down crowd. You know what I mean? A lot of people get like when we tickets. see Celine. Yes, it's not. There's not as much excitement. There may be some people that are super excited. And I wasn't expecting this at all when we when we got there. I thought, oh, this is going to be a Vegas audience, but it was like we were, I don't know, in L.A. at the Staples Center. Like people, like pr- literally, like running in to go see the show. They were really excited. It was loud, great. The energy in the beginning was okay. So she sings "Work Bitch," so it's like you want a hot body, you want a Bugatti, and everyone's going crazy, right? She comes out. The dancing is, you know, Britney Spears dancing in the last few years. I don't know if it's as, you know, great as it used to be, but I'm still really excited. It's to still see a her. high energy number. High energy. She's wearing a brown wig, and I had seen videos from the show where she's wearing a different colored wig um, during the show. So I'm like, ooh, she's gonna change the wig. So there's like a part in the show where she's in front of a screen and it's supposed to look like a mirror, but she's wearing a different color wig. I just don't think she's into it guys i i love her so much but i really just feel like she just wants to be on a farm in louisiana raising those kids yeah yeah i mean she definitely danced the whole time i mean and and there's no there's no doubt about that my thing was she didn't really connect with the audience very much she talked to the audience i think four times and it was was, all scripted and it was it was just exactly what she was supposed to say i mean there was no like you know at least when celine does it there's a little bit of banter and you know she takes kind of her time i guess i I left feeling bad for britney more than i left thinking that show was so awesome yeah at the same time for all of you who are going to see it the songs are amazing. The she pretty is- much does a greatest hits set. Uh, it literally is a full-on dance party. Polly and I danced so much, so much that I almost literally hit somebody with my dancing. And Polly had to grab me and pull me aside. And I was like, "What? What's wrong?" And he's like, "You almost hit that guy." And I said, "Okay." If you guys ever get the opportunity to dance with monks, and you should, <laughs> um, he needs a wide space because his <laughs> arms are flailing, which is not unlike Britney Spears' choreography during the whole show. <laughs> she does a lot of arms. Um, it's it's just it's just weird. It's just so weird because the energy is so frenetic and exciting in the beginning of the show. And yeah, we were up the whole time dancing for sure. Yeah. Um, because we wanted to, and because we know every song in that show. In fact, the guy does. behind you commented. Is he going to ever sit down or would he say something like that? Or I heard him comment, he's been up the whole time. Not in a bad way, but he was talking about me being up the whole time. Um, We love Britney Spears and we root for her. So hopefully maybe – you know, we went to like the eighth show on the the residency. So maybe she's just getting used to it. I don't know. You know, for anyone who's wondering if she's singing, my opinion is that she's not singing at all. Yeah, she's and I'm okay with that because it's it's a dance show. I honestly don't go to see her sing. I I I go to see her and see what she's wearing and see her dancing. And um she definitely did all of that. And the oh. other thing you should know about the show is they they do switch out some of the numbers. Currently, they're only uh, when we saw it only did two songs from her newest album, uh, Britney Jean. They did Work Bitch and they did um Perfume. And then since then they've even switched out in the last week uh the song Do Something for the 
title uh, opening track of the album Alien, which I was sent a video of Britney Spears forgetting to start her lip sync during Alien, and the That's track online? is going, but she's not going. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, boy. I was sent it. I don't know. Um, here's the thing. I love you, Britney Spears. I wish you the best. I wish you would be able to do what you want to do in your life. And if this is not what you want to be doing, girl, don't do it. Um, Yeah. I mean, um, there's so much passion that you have, that people have for things in life and they should just follow their passion. Yeah. Oh, what I was going to say about Katy Perry on that stage, how they play to her strengths. They have Britney Spears dancing next to world-class dancers. Now, if I were to see Britney Spears just dancing on her own without them, I would be like, oh, she looks pretty good. Yeah. But when you see people doing the moves full out, like world-class dancers next to next to her now, it's just not as exciting. Um, what, do you think we'll go again? Um, definitely. Definitely. Sure. She's going to be there for two years, and we go to Vegas every few months. Yeah. So I will – Definitely, I would definitely like to see her again. I would too. I I just want to give her the benefit of the doubt. And also, there's a really cool like you can stand right near the stage. They have a general admission area. Like a party pit? It's like a party pit. And considering we dance the whole time, I mean, I wouldn't mind sitting in there. Oh, it's fine. How, you know how close we would be to Britney? Hot body. Oh, by the way, she looks amazing. Yeah. Her skin. Have you ever met Britney Spears once? No, I haven't had the opportunity. Okay, so I met her. Can once. I ask for that for my Christmas gift this year? Sure, I met her once. I and I up close, you guys. I she's spectacular. Yeah, it's just there's something glowing about her. Her skin is beautiful. There's just something like and and this is like you know when you see pictures of Britney Spears not in performance where she always has like a bun in her hair. She looked like that when I met her. Wow, and she is spectacular. That's awesome. Oh my god, she's gorgeous and she looks amazing. She's I would say Britney Spears I used to say the best she ever looked was like the I'm a slave for you days. I will say that I think now's the best she's ever looked. Wow. Yeah. Isn't it crazy to think she's one of the most popular people on the planet? Her body is snatched. She's looking good. Yeah, I w- I could agree that. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's isn't worldwide. That, I mean, how do you I don't know, how do you live up to that? That's worldwide. amazing. Yeah, worldwide. Cuz she's what it's 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 2014. So baby hit me one more time came out 15 years ago. Or hit me baby one more time. It's called actually baby dot 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 one more time. Okay, Polly along came. Oh baby baby, how was I supposed to know? I just did more singing than Britney did in her whole show. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, um, the Oscars are coming up. The Oscars and and we finally saw. On Valentine's Day, one of the Oscar movies, we got to see Gravity. Also out, Gravity. Which, which we're trying to see is the movie 12 Years a Slave, a.k.a. My Current Relationship Status. <laughs> so, I was, <laughs> oh my god, I want to shoot myself. So, okay, I just want to, we need to talk about Gravity really quick. Part of me wants to defy Gravity, and part of me loved Gravity. See what I did there? <laughs> well done. Thank you. <laughs> I, when I left that movie, I was like, is that the best movie I've ever seen in my life or is that the worst thing I've ever seen? So now, I, now I've now i come to my conclusion that what I have that? a respect for it because it defies genre. It, the dialogue is hokey. It's it's really stupid. Yeah. In parts. Oh, the plot is, is not, you know, the, the, the you know, most div- uh, in-depth plot. plot. <laughs> um, other parts of it really made it though I, I mean the I, I still I, I swear by Sandra Bullock I, I love her um, the, the acting was great the effects were great it, it 
I literally felt like I was in outer space for parts of it. Like I had to look around the theater just to kind of get my bearings. Um, sometimes I really felt like I was in her spacesuit, just the way that they shot it. I think I think it was absolutely gorgeous, and and the my adrenaline was going so much at certain times that my toes were literally tingling. It's far fetched, but it's also a space movie which I've never seen before, and literally two actors in the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. Three, but I don't remember seeing that guy's face. Yeah, at the end of it, we kind of talked about the whole thing, and I don't know if they we we were kind of in in awe, but if they show the credits, I don't know if they did cast because it would have been two people. I know. I wish we would have stayed for the credits. Yeah. Because they could literally just write Sandra Bullock, George Clooney. They do on the, on all of the posters, you know, on the marquee. That's that's the or cast. I like to call her Sandra. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when people when celebrities talk about her, they call her Sandy. <laughs> I don't know her that well, or at all. <laughs> so uh, that's up for a lot of Oscars, and so it looks like director Alfonso Cuarón might actually take it for that. Really, for direction? For direction? Oh. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. We still have a lot to see. We've seen American Hustle. We've seen August Osage County. You saw Frozen. I haven't seen Frozen yet. Let it go. Adina Menzel is going to be performing on Los Oscars next Sunday, March 2nd. Um, I did see a fantastic Oscar movie. Now, I think it's nominated for Best Documentary, maybe. Is that right? I think so. Okay. Um, 20 Feet from Stardom. So I went to Tracy Tom's house, who you guys all know and love, and she's one of my good friends, and... I went there to watch Ray's the movie. It's a movie that she's in, which is how do you also spell Ray's? R A Z E. Ray's. It's not like Ray's as in the roof. It's like it's as in Ray's craze as in without the Y. Craze. <laughs> you drive me craze. <laughs> it's it's so Ray's is good. I mean, you are like it's suspenseful. It's you scary, right? It. Yeah. yeah, you would hate. It's almost like a female Fight Club. So that's all I'm gonna say. Oh. So, that can, that can but fun. there is a scary element to it. Yeah, which I don't know if you would like. Let me know when it's a romantic but comedy. But bitches be I'll kicking be ass. Um, tw- okay, so then I was at Tracy's and we're just hanging out. She's like, "Oh my god, oh my god, you have to watch this movie, Twenty Feet from Stardom. You have to watch. It. We're watching it right now. So it's already like you know, midnight or something. <laughs> but their time doesn't exist at Tracy Tom's house. We watched this movie and it's called Twenty Feet from Stardom and it is about background singers. And it is unbelievable. Um, actually, specifically black background singers. So they go from like the 60s through now. So some people you know from now, like Judith Hill, who uh, you know performed with Michael Jackson, and uh, Lisa Fisher, who had a hit in the 90s. And what was that song? Well, it, there's kind of a reveal in the movie, so I don't uh, really want to okay. say. Okay. Well, I can tell you. It's called How Can I Ease the Pain, so, you know. Which I had forgotten about. How can I ease the pain? Until Polly sang it, just when like that. No, you're coming back again. Thank Which you. I loved How when it came out. How can I ease the pain in my heart? I'm all right tonight. And just I'm so if you want right to know, tonight. it's always quiet in our home. Yes. Our neighbors <laughs> hate us. So I don't care. I hate them too. So we are like – we're watching it and I'm just so enthralled and it talks about you know, how some background singers want to be famous and how some background singers like Lisa Fisher have chosen to not be famous. She actually won a Grammy for Best New Artist. Um, have chosen not to be famous because she doesn't want the fame life. So she's been touring with the Rolling Stones for like 30 years. Um, and, but if you think back to the 70s and – 
to 80s, a lot of very popular songs have featured vocalists that you remember. Um, there's one in particular that I think Lou Reed did, and and it's, he says this thing that I don't know the song. It's like he says all the colored girls. Like it's such a weird reference. He's like all the colored girls say, but you know the song when I start doing the background. Oh yeah, and that's what you remember from a lot of these songs. Right, Darlene Love is in it. Okay. And how she used to record for other artists and things like that, and they would use her. So it was like the first Milli Vanilli. Um, oh, it's just, like it's just her voice? Really entertaining. Yeah, it's just a really, really entertaining movie. So, so. 20 Feet from Starting. I know it was playing in a theater near us recently. Yeah. So it's so out I there. Really, I really just implore you to see that. My favorite movie tagline that's out right now is for Vampire Academy. The tagline, they suck at school. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> They still make vampire movies? Uh, I want to get to our hit of the week. Our hit of the week is Personality Hotels. So over the break, Ed's sister got married. I called you Ed. Oh, oh, that's weird. That was weird. Monk's sister got married. In San Francisco. In San Francisco, right after congratulations. Christmas. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats, Ellen and Al. So they got married, and we have been wanting to have an affiliation with you know, a hotel in San Francisco. We we go there all the time, and we, we have a love lot of city. fans out there. We met some fans. That was amazing. So shout out to you guys. What's up? What's up, Daniel and David? <laughs> uh, we just had a, a whole lot of fun. And uh, Kristen and Chris and Stephanie, we had a lot of fun out there with you guys. So thank you. And so we stayed at Hotel Diva, which is – one of the personality hotels. There are many personality hotels. Just to give you an idea of the personality, you walk into the hotel and hanging from the ceiling are heels. So the thing about personality hotels is it's just what it says. So the Hotel Diva is – you know we haven't stayed at the other ones, but the other ones that we can't wait to stay at. They have Hotel Union Square, Kensington Park Hotel, um, other hotels. You can check them out at personality, personalityhotels.com. But if you go on there now, check out Hotel Diva. They have these little touches that I love. So I love boutique hotels. I've got, you know, in in my line of work, I've gotten to stay at beautiful, beautiful five-star resorts. I've gotten to stay at boutiques. I've stayed many places. When you have gigs, they put you in, in, you know, chain hotels. And I'm grateful for every experience I have. My personal favorite are boutique hotels. So this Hotel Diva, First of all, every floor had a – I think just about every floor had a lounge. Our floor had a tea lounge. And for those of you who know me, I love tea. And so they – you just go in there any time of the day and they have – doesn't always tell the tea. Uh, uh, he, he – and then they end up – but I am uh, – I always am very honesty. That didn't even make a sentence. Um, <laughs> honesty is a part of me. Uh, that's a Kitty Perry callback. So they had a little tea lounge where we can get uh, tea all t- all throughout the day. Just really cute yeah. little. They have a Perrier rooms. bubble lounge. Remember, you sit in bubble chairs. Oh, that one was really nice. Yeah, they have a. I mean, it's really cool. Like the way. So the way they build in San Francisco is up because San Francisco is what like eleven square miles, fourteen square miles. So that's how do you know that? That's why the buildings are so tall because they can't. They don't have a lot of land space, so they build up. And the location of ours Diva Hotel was Hotel Diva was right off Union Square. It was literally in the heart of all of the action. So my favorite part of Hotel Diva is the room. 
right? So like we said, so when you first check in, there are like, you know, glittery stilettos hanging from the ceiling and books like on Diva, like the Lady Gaga book was down there and just Diva books. Um, it helps that there is a, a, you know, a coffee place adjacent. So um, when you get into the room, you're like, oh, this is cool. So the shades are pulled down and it's women in garters. So it's just, it's just legs. So you're you're like, whoa, this is cool. This is really a personality hotel. So everything in there was like the bedding was very glamorous. Um, we had invited some people to our room to hang out, and and we had like some cool couches. Like it was a great place to entertain. Like really even just great. in the room, the little touches were fantastic. There was even when you go into the safe, there were condoms, and it said safe sex. <laughs> just just little touches like that make my day. And as we were staying there for a few days, like we kept saying, I like this place even more, even more the longer we were there. It was it was really cool. Yeah, the I more might- I stayed, the more I. They're more comfortable. I stayed in the room a lot. And I think my one of my favorite parts was just the staff. Everyone at the front desk was so nice. And, you know, they have a valet there. And everybody was so helpful and accommodating. It was really great. Um, They're dog friendly. Did you know that? We didn't take handling. No, we didn't. But my- the, room was, the room was classy. It, w- it was a lot of fun. I mean, I, I likened the room to drinking a Cosmo. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, they do have sake hour. Did you know that? Yeah. In the lobby. They, oh, I oh drank, you weren't there. I, I went down for sake hour. I didn't have some, but that's when I was leaving at one point. I think every personality hotel has like a different – I think a couple of them have wine hour, but this one has sake hour, and they had my unfiltered sake that I love. Maybe the British-themed one has a Boddington's hour. Boddington! High five! <laughs> Did you know that they all – oh, so do you know you know the current? It's right acro- literally across the street from the current theater. Oh, wasn't Wicked playing there before? At the Curran? No. Oh, it was down the street? Yeah. It oh, it was, was Beauty of the Beast at the time. Yeah, it was Beauty of the Beast at the yeah. time. And, I, and we didn't go. I tried to get tickets, but we didn't go. Yeah. Um, really fun. You guys, go to Personality Hotels. Follow them on Twitter. It is so great. I'm never staying anywhere else when I go to San Francisco. That would be great with me. Love it, love it, love it. We're going to be there later in the year. We love Yvonne. from Yvonne. Oh, so Yvonne is the owner, by the way. Um, and she's fantastic. She's just a big ally, super fun. Like I had a meeting with her and we just ended up just shooting the breeze, <laughs> just having fun. And I want to go for drinks with her cause she seems like a hoot. Um, so check out hotel diva right now, but check out personality hotels as a brand. And uh, next time we're in San Francisco, maybe you'll be coming to our room. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to be in various, um, locations throughout the year. Uh, and we're going to be in Vegas. We're going to be in San Diego, um, other states. So let us know which states, you know, where we have the most fans. And we definitely want to come out and say hi to you. And, you know, sometimes we might be broadcasting from your area and we'll just invite you to come sit in on a show because and why not? We're always open to road trips and checking out the country, even the world. So, yeah. yeah, we'd love to do that. We also want to know what you guys are thinking about, you know, our show, maybe just having us or just having round tables as opposed to having celebrities or having celebrities once in a while um, because we like to chit chat. Yeah, and we like to get to, to topics that are important to us and so we're not always you know doing entertainment stuff so but we like to have fun whatever absolutely, we talk about absolutely and of course video will be back when we get back to uh toad hop network studios which we love we have some fa- uh oh you know what else i did in san francisco we did we did but i spent more time with him so we got to we got to go meet phil the owner of Phil's, Phil's Coffee. And Phil so, <laughs> so we went to go meet him, and it was so cool because we went to the original Phil's location, 
And like everyone knew him. People kept coming up to him and giving him hugs. And he was like a rock star. This is San Francisco hour. Yeah. yeah it was, it, he was in the, rock star. in the, in like the mission district of San Francisco. And yeah. And so we were hanging out with him. And my favorite part was when he turned to you and he said, I want you to come meet me at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. Oh my God. For anyone who knows me well, I, I'm, I'm not a sleeper, right? So I have a really hard time sleeping. So in effect, I, okay, I have a really hard time getting to sleep. And then once I'm up in the morning, it's hard for me to fall back asleep. If I don't wake up in the morning, I can sleep late. So yeah. he said, I want you to come meet me at 7 a.m. <laughs> what did I say? Sure. And what did I do? And you got up at 6, 6 o'clock, 6.30 to get there by 7 a.m. Hotel Diva. And I wa- I went to Phil's in the Mission, which is the original Phil's. You guys should go there. It's amazing. Do you, do you know what I get to do in April? What do you get to do in I April? I get to go tour. You get to be a fool? Uh, I get to go. Oh, we should tell our April Fool's story later, <laughs> like in a different broadcast. Um, I get to go take a tour of Phil's coffees and then have – I'm going to do an interview and a Q&A with Jacob Jaber, who is Phil's – uh, son in front of other media and stuff like that. Oh, that's yeah, amazing. Gonna, I'm going to moderate a Q&A and I'm going to you know interview him and I'm going to tape it and then play it on our show. So let me ask you a question. Is Phil's coffee even better in the mothership? Um, I don't want to like make anybody jealous, but Phil actually made coffee for me twice. That's totally special. I have never tasted coffee like that before i i have to say like i have i don't know what he it tasted almost citrusy which i hate i hate citrus but it tastes you hate citrus in general or just in coffee i like oranges and i like aren't you glad he said that and limes but i don't like the flavor of it i would never like get a citrus flavored dessert or something like that that does not appeal to me at all i thought you liked lemon bars no i'm a chocolate guy oh sorry that was my ex go ahead ew your ex was at the Britney Spears show. <laughs> we, and okay. we had no idea. Okay, so you guys, if you listen to my old show, you guys know my ex is Marky. We're still friends, whatever. We went to is see he still Mon- hanging out with the Funky Bunch? <laughs> we went to see Michael Jackson one last year in Vegas, and Marky was at the show, but we didn't see him. Um, I just, we found out later. And when we were at Britney, Monk's ex was at the show, and we didn't see him either. And we only found out the next day through a mutual friend of ours. You know who else was at the show that night? Jesse Tyler Ferguson and his husband. At the Britney show? Yeah. Oh. You want a hot buddy? You want modern family? <laughs> <laughs> well done, well done. So, um, yeah. So, got to hang out with Phil. It was amazing. And at 6.30 or 7 in the morning, just as many people literally not even in the phil's location phil and i met there and then we walked to breakfast as we walked to breakfast in san francisco first of all 7 a.m is apparently an hour i guess it was a sunday that nobody sees in san francisco it was so weird walking there and no one was on the street phil and i literally had to wait for the restaurant to open how did you feel about that i I was i had a little bit of cold so i was coffee All day, all the time, guys. Wow, what's the dudes? <laughs> so, um, it was great. I love Phil. He's just a really fantastic guy, and we're so proud to still be affiliated with Phil's Coffee. And of course, we're okay. proud to be affiliated with <laughs> Phil's Coffee. <laughs> 
I want our San Francisco fans to come out and hang out with us in SF. Well, Phil's is expanding. Maybe maybe they'll come down and hang out with us here. Phil's is expanding to Los Angeles. Would you guys come out for an LA show? Let us know. All right, we have to get to other stuff. Monks, you have some fan questions for us. All right, so this is from Peter in London. Hello, Peter. And he would like to know. Does he have a sister named Wendy? Oh wait, that's sister. <laughs> well, what was Wendy's brother's name? John. John and Michael. Dar- Darling. I was, was going to say Banks, name. but I'm now I'm confusing the, the oh, different yeah. stories. Uh, so Peter, Peter would like. By to the way, know, do you know that Peter Pan is going to be the next NBC musical? Like Sound of Music Live was with Carrie Underwood. Peter Pan is the next one. Oh, December fourth, two thousand. With Mary Martian. Martian. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> it's Martin, as in Lawrence. <laughs> All right, so Peter would like to know. Hi, Peter. When are you guys getting married? Is that your British accent? That is my British accent. Never do that again. <laughs> that is awful. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Peter. We are going to get married next summer, 2015. We have not set a date. It'll be the summer of love. Did you see what I posted on Facebook for our friends? Like, everyone's asking us when and blah, 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 and are they invited? So I just said, listen. You said no. It's going to be next year. Sorry if we can't invite you. You'll receive an invite if you're invited. Oh, my God. Please stop. So (laughs) it's going to be next summer, and we are shooting for July, but I did go to a psychic (laughs) who I totally trust. And... For entertainment purposes. A very reliable psychic. She's very reliable. And she said it was going to be in September. Oh. Although she did say that we were going to go. Did I even tell you she said we're going to Sedona in March, which we are? No. She said we're going. She goes, are you getting married in March in Sedona? And I was like, no. But it's bizarre. When I saw her two years ago, she also brought up Sedona, which is very weird. So she said something is going to happen for us in Sedona, but I don't. I'm Arizona's on my fucking shit list right now. Yeah. So don't tell me to stop. Yeah. Um. So she said something something very bonding and spiritual will happen for us in Sedona in March. So we'll see. Maybe, okay. Maybe she right. Um, or it'll be in September. Are a pain in the ass. And we've we've changed our ideas about weddings, especially as we've started going to a bunch of for family and friends. So a main thing for for us is we want it to be personal and intimate, not like a big kind of event. And so. We don't even know what that means exactly, but we do know we're going to do the chicken dance. And a line dance. And a line dance. And Eden Espinos is going to sing. That's So we have three important things. Oh, Which, the, you want her to sing Defying Gravity, but I wasn't about it. I didn't want that. I wanted Once Upon a Time. But now, since we've seen her, I hadn't seen, I have seen Eden sing Defying Gravity more times than I can count because we used to work with Wicked Los Angeles, which is how Eden and I became good friends. Um, we saw her sing it a few weeks ago. Maybe the best I've ever heard her. I was bawling. I was in tears when she was singing it. So good on her. She, she also did Once Upon a Time, and I was bawling at that. Thank I was you. crying at every song she sang because she's so good. Uh, is a nut. Um, so the answer, Peter, is next summer. Summer. And you guys will know all about it because we love you. And we, you know, when we talk about what we love most in our life, I mean, fans come up all the time. Because yeah, we're so grateful. So we, we, we feel love like the you guys feedback. are a part of our life, and we want to include you in some regard in our wedding because you mean a lot to us. And we have to include Henry somehow. Yeah, our dog. I'm fine with him being the ring bearer. It's all good for me. I really can Henry come to our wedding? I, I, I would love him to. I really think it would be a 
pain to try to take care of him during a wedding. We don't have to take care of him. We can have someone else take care of him. But I just want to walk down the aisle. He he, he barks all the time, and when he's not with you, he just keeps barking. So I don't know how that's really going to play into a wedding. He doesn't bark all the time. He barks when people he doesn't know come by. He's very sweet and snuggly. Little Huey. All right. Next question. Uh, this is from Johnny, and Johnny, I, I think this is not a joke. Johnny's from Knoxville. He says, <laughs> "Are you just kidding? I'm not." As this, from this Knoxville, Tennessee. From Knoxville, Tennessee. I've been to Knoxville, Tennessee. It has a high gay population, and I love. Let me tell you something. I love Tennessee. Would you describe it their lifestyle as a hard knocks life? I would tell you that I it if I were to move anywhere but Los Angeles, I think it would be Nashville. I was hoping we'd stay together, but uh, his question is, have either of you ever had plastic surgery? For me, it's a no. We talked about this before. Didn't someone else ask us this before? It might have, but I don't know. I haven't had any plastic surgery. Well, I've had hair restoration, which you guys know about. I used Topic to fill it in. But what was the... I mean, is that considered plastic surgery? I would say yes. Okay. Because it's an enhancement in... It was a surgery, right? Yeah, but I mean, you, I guess it's classified as an outpatient surgery. Um, I've also done Dysport, which is and and Botox, which are pretty much the same thing around my eyes. Um, but that's not considered plastic surgery. That's just uh, it's a filler. It's botulism toxin. Um, that's it. I haven't done anything else. It, I did get my lips done once because it came free with Botox, and it was awful. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Do you have pictures? I'd love to see it. No. Please. I wish I did because Please. it was really terrible. My birthday's coming up. <laughs> Is that what you want for your birthday? It's one of the things. There's a list. <laughs> oh, Check boy. out the wish list. It's on Amazon. Okay. All right. And last question. We have friends that <laughs> they have a wish list on Amazon and our friend didn't get our friend anything from the list. And he was like, stick to the list. <laughs> he thought he could get a better version of what's on the list. Or he, he started to judge or comment on what his partner had chosen on the Hilarious. list. Hilarious. <laughs> All right. I don't think you were even supposed to know that story. But anyway. No, we only have time for one more. <laughs> okay. So this is from Angie from Ontario. And Angie? I, Angie. I can't tell if the Ontario is Canada or Ontario, Southern California. but Well, hi, Angie. It, it doesn't matter. I guess you have to say A at the end of it. Terrible weather or fantastic California weather. <laughs> it's hot here. Um, Angie would like to know, what did you do for Valentine's Day? I, I'm going to start with my version. Hi, Angie. So my version of this story is Polly was super sick on Valentine's Day. And so we had other plans to hang out all day long, but he was really sick. And so I offered to make him get him food or do whatever he wants. Instead, on Valentine's Day, Polly was sick and he made me soup. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what we did. <laughs> I need to preface this. Like, I was very sick. Yeah. You, well, Monks was sick. You were sick for almost a month. From December 15th to January 15th. It was crazy. Like, everyone out here was sick, and some there's some weird flu or whatever, but I was very sick. However, I made good soups and salads. Oh, I made dinner for us. How did you like the salad? It was delicious. I made a tilapio. Tilapio. Because <laughs> it was my, a male tilapia. Yeah. Uh, tilapia and mango salad with, with avocado. avocado and frica. The frica was frica good. It frica is an antique grain. Antique? And no, ancient grain. Ancient grain. <laughs> antique grain. Basically, it's a grain from Costco. <laughs> uh, and it was. Del- and I make my own. And we have dressings. enough for a year. Yeah, I make my own dressings. Of course, I'm gonna have more when we get back home. And it was delish. Yeah, but I made soup. I don't remember what kind of soup I made. Um, you made like a Italian wedding soup with meatballs. 
but I made turkey meatballs, right? Right. And instead oh, you yeah. used um, kale instead of uh, escarole. Yeah. Escarole. So we did that, and then we went and saw Gravity. And we split a buy one, get one free gift as our gift. Nutribullet, baby. <laughs> we don't have it yet. I got the free one. We don't have it yet, but since I posted it on social media, I've gotten two calls about it so far from friends. <laughs> I haven't returned those calls, so sorry. We've been busy. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Hashtag um, upcoming that, shows, guys. When we get back into the studio, we're going to have some of your favorite queens from RuPaul's Drag Race. We're going to have Tracy Toms again. We're going to have just some of your favorites. Some We're going to have roundtables just discussing things. If you guys ever want to send us some news of the weird or things like that, let us know. We're always on Twitter, at Polly and Monks. Of course, if it's anonymous, we are going to be doing some, some uh, um, sensitive topic shows. Yeah. Which I'm excited about. We've and done them before, too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can always email us, polyandmonksfans at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at polyandmonks. And, of course, Facebook, polyandmonks. That's a wrap for our show. That is a wrap. Thank you, guys. We love you so much. We will not take this long of a break again. We appreciate everything about you. And good night, pumpkins. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye. Dude up. Dude.